green pastures. I know you're picturing lush fields of belly deep alfalfa as far as the eye can see. Well, get that picture out of your mind. Instead, see clumps of green along the arid landscape of the Negev Desert in Israel. That's more the biblical reality. And that's what our heart is for our weekly Green Pastures devotions published by Vineyard Boise. Our hope is that each day you'll find a wee clump of green along the all-too-often arid landscape of life, just enough to sustain you, to keep you moving forward. Each daily devotion consists of four strands, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. May the Lord lead us together into the green pastures we need today to continue growing in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Green Pastures for Monday, December 5th. A loud voice like a trumpet. Today's scripture reading is found in Revelation chapter 1, verses 9 through 17 from the New International Version, which reads, I, John, your brother and companion in the suffering and kingdom and patient endurance that are ours in Jesus, was on the island of Patmos because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus. On the Lord's day, I was in the spirit and I heard behind me a loud voice like a trumpet which said, write on a scroll what you see and send it to the seven churches, to Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. I turned around to see the voice that was speaking to me, and when I turned, I saw seven golden lampstands, and among the lampstands was someone like a son of man, dressed in a robe reaching down to his feet with a golden sash around his chest. The hair on his head was white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like a blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace, and his voice was the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand, he held seven stars, and coming out of his mouth was a sharp, double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all its brilliance. When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. This is God's Word. Pulumoros kai polutropos. These are the first three Greek words from the first page of the letter-slash-epistle-slash-written sermon we know as the book of Hebrews. Many parts or portions, many means and methods. At least that's a stab at an English translation of these words that, while adequately conveying the sense, completely loses the rhythm and assonance which is the huge challenge in the process of translation. Okay, I'm still not happy with that. Let me try one more time here. Uh, we can get the basic speed. Okay. At least that's a stab at an English translation of those words that, while adequately conveying the sense, completely loses the rhythm and assonance of them, which is the huge challenge in the process of translation, particularly with poetry. We can get the basics, but we miss the beat. Polumeros kai polutropos. Many parts or portions, many means and methods. Specifically, when it comes to divine communication. The focus in these opening words in Hebrews is on the divine communication in past generations within Hebrew culture. Those many parts and portions, along with their many means and methods, being contrasted with the ultimate divine communication in the person of Jesus, as God speak became son speak, 
tapping into an entirely new frequency that drowns out all past or competing signals. See the rest of Hebrews for further elaboration on that theme. Right now, let's just hang a bit longer with polumeros kai polutropos, because the Hineni moments we've been exploring these past few weeks. Because the Hineni moments we've been exploring these past few weeks are likewise polumeros kai polutropos. They come in many parts and portions, through many means and methods, from Jacob's dreamy ladder to Moses' burning bush to Elijah's still small voice, literally the sound of a thin silence, to Samuel's close and intimate summons at his bedside, nudging him to a welcome awakeness, to what John the Revelator experienced on Patmos, which was anything but the voice or sound of a thin silence. There was no subtlety on that Sabbath or that Sunday, whichever it was, no close and intimate calling of his name, and certainly no still small voice. No, this was a trumpet blasting in his ear, causing him to turn and then have his visual senses equally bombarded in a view so stunning, so overwhelming, it literally left him on his face as if fainted dead away. Yeah, in any moments can be like this too. Moments when subtlety yields to sledgehammer. And while the visions contained within Revelation have their share of layers and prophetic nuance, there's little room for subtlety here. Apocalyptic literature as a whole is more a sledgehammer summons with its bold colors and movements for the simple reason that apocalyptic literature arises within times of crisis. And in crisis, there's little room for subtlety. In the roar of battle, we need a trumpet, not a whisper. During our civil war, it was the loud percussionist summoning of the long roll on the drums that called soldiers to form their battle lines. And while none of these may ever have said it, the herd response to fall in line was as dramatic a Hanani, here am I, as ever there was. Many parts or portions, many means and methods. Hanani, I'm ready, my Lord. So as you pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder this. It may not have been a literal blast from a trumpet, but what is the most dramatic divine summons you have received to fall in line and be ready to move? What happened? Lord, from still small voice to the loud blast of the trumpet, from one lone bush burning in the distance to an entire mountain convulsing as the divine presence touches down, whether with subtle nudge or with sledgehammer impact, let me be attuned to your summons. Let me turn to see the voice speaking with me. Let me offer these impure lips to be purified with your cleansing fire. This tongue to speak the words you place within. This body to carry out the call of this moment, this season, whether of calm or of crisis, with radical and unflinching availability. Anani, I'm ready, my Lord.